a few drinks later. Hello and uh, welcome back to Friday. We are the Lark Noofs. <laughs> yeah, we're going to continue on. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, let's see how we go. So this is, we're going to talk about the Gathering of Hikania. Yeah, um, so this is the first player event that we went to and this is, if you like, the Friday after we've had a pretty crazy first day. Everyone's like the most hungover and yeah. just like in a nice way, though, right? It was a cool environment, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was a re- and, and that's but we were the- we were we were there to LARP, yeah, and uh, LARP we would, and and yeah, the idea that uh, the other major benefit, of course, of going on a Thursday is, of course, then you've got all Friday just to chill out and just actually just enjoy, finish off anything you've got on the camp, you can get ready in relative kind of comfort. The and- the excitement. Those pre like few hours, As the hours are taken away. Time in when everyone yeah. starts getting into their kit, and there's a few like icy conversations or like people are dipping in and out of icy. Yeah, warming and it's up. Like right? it's really cool. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, we had uh, some pretty good briefings done by uh, Young Philip. Um, yeah, that was really good. Uh, so Phil, well, basically Phil, Caitlin, and Tom all basically gave a sort of opening sort of player introduction, and yeah. that. This is the thing, the whole level of professionalism and quality mm-hmm. from those three throughout the event. Weapons Everything checkers, they did, yeah, referees. On the weapons checks. Yeah, we had people refereeing and stepping up to help with crewing yep. and monstering. And this has all been put together in a very, very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they were amazing. And oh, I want to say, going back to the getting player packs that you had worked on yeah. was like the most exciting thing. Like, to... to, to I'm pleased about to, that. I wasn't go, sure how it was going to be. They had like the God box, and you go up there, give your PD number. Caitlin would go through the box, give you your player pack, rip it open. I had like some fake Liao and a fake whatever in there, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then I also had two bits of paper with little bits of plot on, and one of them was like, "Oh, there's going to be like a um, a courier passing by called Limpy." Tom or something, yes, Limp- I think whatever his name Limpy was. Jack, it might be. Limpy Jack, that's that it. it. And the problem with Limpy Jack is that the closer enemy are to him, the more his <laughs> limp plays up. And I was like, for fuck's sake, like I don't want to die at this event. Like Limpy Jack just sounds like a death sentence. Do you know what I mean? Like, so this was actually like this was Phil's idea, and we kind of played off it. I played off it a bit in the plot writing this, uh, and and he he basically wanted to do because the whole point is your characters. Kind of like a, a scout, right? Kind of I'm like part a, of the auxiliaries, yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of this is it's the I'm kind of thing your character would do. Yeah, you're a runner, right? So the idea is that you would help carry <clears> this message. I like about this is the added law to the role that is for me very practical, which yeah. is I show up on the Friday night to the military council, go to the auxiliary meetings at ten o'clock in the military council, yeah, and then we find out who's going to be running tomorrow. I show up the next morning, meet up with the fellow auxiliaries and runners. And then I run around on the Saturday yeah. or Sunday, depending on what it is, right? Yeah. To have an extended, like, law universe added to the top of this, of that I have duties outside of an event, yeah. is, mwah, c'est magnifique. It, it is cool. so wonderful. Like, really, cool. really nice. Actually, so, one other thing that this, I uh, forgot to actually mention before, was on the day we turned up, uh, I found out that the event had been sanctioned. Yes, it was a sanctioned event. And this change, sorry, and this changes, like, a lot yeah, uh, and just basically, it's, it's the hand of Matt P himself comes yeah. down and just anoints us. Yeah, and like we are a sanctioned event. Also, if you die, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it, it. It 
presented quite a few immediate challenges of the stuff that I'd written and everyone was basically just really good at understanding where the, the lines were a bit blurred and that people had a good time with the plot. Yeah. Not all of it is necessarily canon or always intended in the way that was planned for a sanctioned event. But God, it was very strong. Yeah, I it think so fun. too. And it's like the next two events I went to were both sanctioned as well. Yes. So I get the feeling like uh, Profound Decisions are like doing their best to try and give like the best experience people can have. Yeah. Um, they're working back there trying to make sure that players, just because they're not going to Empire, are yeah. still having a great time. And that's that's so admirable. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And they, they, they really helped, especially on the uh, on the second one, I think. Well, I, I can't really talk to it too much, mm-hmm. but I think they did help a lot. And, and um, uh, I, I think, as I say, this whole... Uh, thing with the the crewing of it and 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 stuff with is I very strong. I think it's very interesting how other companies protect their IP and how mm. PD are in a really great position where they let that happen. And I think it's like it's it's so great that we were allowed to enjoy it. You know, actually, like uh, um, like player events in general, like they're so much fun and the the opportunity they present you, like the people you get time to speak to, is fantastic. You know, genuinely, like you get a lot more opportunity to say talk to a semi, you know, pretty important person about pretty important RP the, things. The conversations that we managed to have with 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 new players, with experienced players, with whatever is just yeah. like, so valuable. Um, yeah, I think the 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 kind of yeah, we'll get to this because we had loads of interactions with some pretty cool people. But mm. time in, we were kind of told that there were Jotun in the area. Yeah. Yotun in the area? Yeah, Yotun in the area. Well, I, I go with Yotun, but yeah, um, there was Yotun in the area. And bandits. Yes. Classic bandits. And spookiness. And spookiness. Because right. there was something going on with all this fake Liao that was going around the place. <laughs> well, we, that we, that's we, a whole interesting thing, because that actually wasn't part of the plot, really. I, I think that was very player-led by yeah, very specific a, players. Yeah, there was a set of players who really ran with certain aspects of the plot, yeah. which is a really interesting I think that, topic. I think definitely that is the element of this weekend that definitely gets a bit wacky away from PD. Um, so, you yeah. know, like... I think actually, you know, what? a lot of it felt like the no. difference between being uh, historically accurate and an inspired by kind of movie. Yes, uh, yes. it, so it, it was a sp- inspired by the things, and everybody took it. I think in the spirit of that, it's inspired by PD. Mate, mate let's let's just let's just get into yes. it, right? Like, let's stop messing yes. around. The so uh, immediately the announcement at the like the kind of standing of everyone there is kind of like we're, we're informed about what's happening in the area. Like, mm. you know, we're all there for a knees up, but it's actually quite a dangerous area, so we should be careful. There's lots of people going on. There's mention that they're going to go out on like scouting mission to find out what's going on in the area yeah. and basically Phil was playing this idea of the war scout so he yeah. was kind of like half, in, half his character and half kind of like feeding plot into the group in an icy sort of way you know? yeah yeah he, I mean he was great he, and he really worked at both events he's really worked I couldn't so believe hard I, all of them and we're going to keep going on about yeah. this it was their first event and how they expanded into uh, yeah. Fallen, the, the Fallen Queen or whatever yeah so good anyway so we find out that like my husband Sinwig <laughs> yes. and his friend Marcus yeah. are going to run a tournament of one v ones and then three v threes and then do an archery tournament. Yeah, so... this simple concept was so fucking good. It was, good. It was like, so good. Um, it, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. But it, it, yeah, like so, I I um obviously I've done a bit of archery before, and um, my dad has this really nice archery target. 
Uh, so I just, and and literally made for me this little archery stand, uh, basically, so I could take it along. Yeah. And that just sparked off the whole thing of like, let's just do an archery tournament, which obviously I was involved in. And uh, having that as a juxtaposition also to the one v ones and the three v threes, it was yeah, it was great. It imagine, was really good fun to imagine have. Imagine for the rest of this story, everyone involved, everyone just had smiles on their faces and was up for anything. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the vibe of the whole event was everyone kind of like really wanting to pitch in and do their part, which comes to like the first skirmish, right? Yeah. So because of the lack of players, obviously we need to have like a certain amount of players in it. And the people that were kind of stepped up, anyone want to be a bandit? Well, I want to be a bandit. And yeah. everyone was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I decided for the first time to take my camera with me to an mm. event. And it was mainly I only took it because well, it's new fancy camera, I want to take some pictures but also like it's a it's a friendly player event it felt yeah. like because i knew everyone i just messaged tom was like is it cool if i take some pictures he was like mm. oh please do because we don't yeah. have a photographer um so yeah so i went with my camera and i shot the first skirmish yeah which was like a mix between kind of experience like lanius was there and bringing some less experience you along yeah and there was some like first time um uh, navarre players in yeah. the mix Versus this kind of motley crew of bandits, and all of you were just having the best time. When they, so, didn't they, didn't they call out for they Ian? Did Ian the Terrible, right? Which I was not prepared for at all, and I, I actually ended up looking around saying, "What? Like, like yeah. what? Who's Ian the Terrible?" And, and then I had, like, everybody was laughing. It was so funny. So then I was like the bandit leader, and I stepped up as like you know. Trying to basically start a fight, right? That was the whole point. Yeah, you a were fight. a bunch of dick bandits that yeah, needed yeah. their asses handed to and them. And oh boy, did we get our asses oh, handed to us. Oh wow. At first, I was like, there's always that feeling when you look at a skirmish and you're like, man, this could go badly. But the sheer force of will that the players had in that first... The new players were incredible. Wow, so cool. So cool. The way they like... It's, it's the, that kind of excitement and fear in their eyes yeah. and like the chaos of it and yeah. like how like motivated they are like such fun to watch you know what was kind of fun in a way was it almost felt like watching because i got by the way i got like i think I, as the bandit leader i got taken out like almost immediately yeah right but like oh yeah like you were i was out. seconds yeah whoop and that was my life yeah but like um and then it was just disparate bandits yeah. running around the place trying to stay alive Getting as long as possible up. but it felt like uh looking around it felt like all the new players were getting that sort of like character introduction cinematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they were oh, just yeah. like owning up our, our, our yeah. side was getting completely decimated. They've been learning their calls, right? Man. They were ready yeah, yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, it was great. So that was it was so good. Um, it was it was an absolute ruffle stump. But um, oh, I should say all of the photos I took for all three player events are up on the Empire um, photography, photography forum. forum. Yeah. So if you wanted to kind of have a a look at what I'm talking about yeah, or what we're talking tour, about yeah. then there you go you can yeah, go yeah, and look yeah. at that and enjoy that um, if not we'll try and do the best at describing it um, that was so much fun <laughs> seeing I, I really enjoyed it play yeah. it um, then 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 you have written here first use of dodgy herbs and other resources Ian so I'd done these kind of uh, dodgy resources that were basically people's player packs and one of the things like you kind of put a bunch of this stuff because bear in mind I've never done this before uh, any of this kind of plot work before so you put a bunch of stuff in the player packs and like all of a sudden hearing the first time somebody came back with a side effect of one of these player one of these things yeah and it just so happened to be one that I'd done where it was like they only could refer to people as vegetables yeah 
and uh, like <laughs> immediately and like imagine like being a player and you're sitting around and being like oh there's something going on with the uh, dodgy Liao or whatever yeah. and I'm like what do you mean it's just like they're only they can only they're just talking to people like they're vegetables and I'm like <laughs> you what and it's it's one of those such a wonderful kind of like and then they came over and were like you're you're uh, this and you're that and everyone was like asking like what their vegetables were because yeah, yeah. you know, that's important right like if I was going to be a vegetable what sort of vegetable <laughs> would I be you know like am I a courgette or a swede do you know what I mean like yeah not a tomato though because that's a fruit right you know the really interesting thing was that later on people did the same thing to different people to do like the scientific study of if everybody said the same type of vegetable yeah we should talk about Cadigan a little bit oh yeah no so Cadigan, who's played by uh, Richard, who's like a, a, a friend of ours, uh, basically delivered to me this thing when I when I basically put a call out for people to if they had any bits of plot they wanted to see in the player packs, he got back to me with some sort of stuff, and one of them was just an offhand comment that like sometimes uh, people call him the Leaf Man. I think that was like the the hook, right? This got seeded into the player packs and the conspiracy web that flowed throughout this whole event linked with all the different types of uh, dodgy resources and all of the lore, if you like, the weird lore that built up over things left the realm of my control very, very quickly and went into some wonderful directions that was, it was so So beautiful. Cadigan is like our ritual wizard, right? Like in the Entwined Pass. Um, And he's... A, we all think he's crazy. Yeah, he is like, crazy. He is no, he is crazy. But like, the only reason like everyone's like not too worried about it is because the amount of other ritual priests that come up and like look for advice or yeah. conversation with him. So just because we don't understand that world, he's probably doing oh, the right thing, right? He is, from my my perspective, right, exactly the type of wizard archetype that I want around yeah like that kind of he talks about unknowable things to me yes and he's also willing to put himself and everyone else around him at risk to pursue his pursuit of knowledge right he is the crazy sage that like people come to learn lore off but yeah. like a degree of what he says is just wacky bonkers. the amount of time he's almost blown himself up already oh it's so insane. Fun. Like, like it's the best like he's, he's and he's really pushed the pedal on it as well and i think especially this event hopefully i i think it brought a lot of that to the fore there isn't there that. isn't a dose of the owl he won't snort up his oh, nose do you so know what i mean funny. like he's good to go like crazy um this rippled through the camp right so does the <clears throat> so i didn't use any of them yeah because I was like, I'm not a crazy person. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, and I was also deeply concerned why people were collecting these resources together yes. to try and plan to do something with them. And I thought that was also a fucking <laughs> terrible idea. So, yeah. So they very quickly sort of developed sort of two lanes of action, if you like, in the camp. There was the people who were looking to acquire dodgy yeah. herbs... And there was, like, a couple of people who pushed that game a little bit, and that was fun. People who, like, pushed the angle of trying to score some dodgy herbs. And then there was the other sort of set of action, which was, let's control the herbs uh, and the dodgy resources. I told people I didn't have any, and I had them. Yeah. I didn't want them to have what I had, because so I was deeply one worried one of the things it. was there was a... There was a 
a few of the resources that I'd done which had much more severe effects and required surgeries. <laughs> uh, so, like, one of them was, like, you had to be trepanned. <laughs> the other one was, like, you had to have, like, stones extracted from your, from your limbs and stuff like this. Um, Jesus. So, like, then those resources were deemed the ones that needed to be collected. Uh, so it was quite... <laughs> it was, like, the hard stuff had to be removed from the economy. And so there was a group of players who did that. And then later on, they developed this idea of trying to collect them all together to perform a ritual that went nutsos. And we'll get to that when it happens. Yeah. We... <clears throat> so, it's a really fun group of players, right? Mm. We've got, like, different people from different nations and we're having, like... So we're having, like, hardcore interactions with people that we really don't have a chance to. So I met a wonderful lady from the Brass Coast. At, oh, um, yeah. Uh, Vicky uh, plays a Bastiana. Yeah, I met her at Empire Day. Uh, she was awesome then. Oh my god, what a delight to have around. She does. I think she does a lot of like improv and other theatre, and it's like dealing with someone that has so... a masterclass in wit and entertainment. Like she was just zinging off with yes. like jokes and conversation and and indulgences and innuendo, and it was just this masterclass on charisma like just such a pleasure to be truly, around truly for me like truly aspirational sort of levels of RP I'm not smart skill. enough I'm not smart uh, no, enough I don't know I, I, exactly I don't think I'm capable of that level god it's like it's like watching the Usain Bolt of like wit you know what oh, I mean it's like, so good and it's all in character and delivered so well I love me a zinger back at people uh, as people know right? I got zunged but, I to, got but zung. to be zunged repeatedly <laughs> didn't stand a chance oh, it was great um, also I want to say a, a shout out to my friend Orion who plays uh, a wonderful character with Sasha this character will come up quite a lot yes um, but Sasha's like I also met him at um, Empire Day yes he's a quiet very sweetly spoken, pure Varushkin. Yeah. Like he lives and breathes the role of being a Varushkin. He's also so a map good. maker and he makes like crafting stuff, which is just mind blowing. Wow. Cool. But basically, we've kind of like in the entwined paths, especially the Ashbourne, we've, yeah. we've definitely taken like Sasha into our camp. Yeah. And yeah. like, because Gellert's always been saying how he wants to make more contacts in the uh, Varushka. Yeah. And like Sash is this wonderful like person who's a yeah. perfect example of like... Conduit, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and just, a, just a, a so good. Like, just a genuinely lovely guy. Yeah. Awesome character. Extremely talented. Like, played like beautiful songs and instruments. Oh, uh, he plays uh, instruments and sings. Uh, like, and is extremely is talented. Thing. Okay, this is another thing. Like, there's a few people that I'm going to tell about this in the story that are like, there should be rules to talent, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know talent is really just hard graft, right? You just need to spend like 40,000 yeah. hours doing a thing and you get yeah. good at it. Fuck those people. Some, yeah, it's like, listen, if you're going to fucking make maps that are fucking works of art, oh, give up the fucking singing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be like that about it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man, what an incredible like guy. He's, a, he's a, like a triple threat, do you know what I mean? He's like Beyonce <laughs> of LARP. Yeah, he's such a great there isn't, guy. There isn't a thing he's weak on. It's no. disgusting. Yeah, no, he's yeah. a great, great person to have around the camp. Yeah, he's awesome. He's absolutely So fantastic. good. Like, um, there's some really cool stuff for the songs later on, actually, I'd like to get to. But... Yeah, but over this time period, your, you, this was the first rollout of, of Fancy Talis. Yes. And there were a lot of questions about Talis on that yes. Friday. A lot. Like, people were people in the striding were like... It, okay, people in the banner, I should say. Yeah. So they were saying... Yeah. It got does, broader questions. Does Talis have a weapon? 
Yes. No, he had to borrow a weapon of somebody else to do something or for a skirmish or something. I remember that. No, no, it's just because I wasn't carrying one around with no, me. But, but, for yeah. personal safety, I wasn't carrying yeah, one. Yeah, but for, and I had, to be ready, right? You weren't carrying one with yeah, you. Yeah, that was the, the point, right? It was and so good. the costume was so fancy. We even had other people from other nations come up to the camp and being like, what's up with Talis? <laughs> yes. Okay? Yes. And it's usually like, I'm like, because I like... I like riding Ian's ass the entire weekend, right? Like, this yeah. is just what I'd like to do. I find it fun. Ian finds it fun most of the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge, right? But it takes me to interesting places. I do actually, <laughs> I do actually really enjoy it. Ian, no, don't, don't, don't blame yourself, Ian. Don't blame yourself. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Um, but to hear it coming from externally was enough to yeah. be like, okay let's fuck with Ian now yeah. because it's like this isn't a, you know to be fair right that's the story I'm going for yeah right? totally. that's the story I'm going for totally. and you guys are all helping me like you know it's. It, it, I think it's like it's a very like I get ribbed a lot right but that's part of it right and it's all it's all in good fun we should I really say, enjoy we it we should say we actually rib each other a lot yeah but Ian mainly yeah mainly Ian mainly me yeah <laughs> and, but rightly so I think and bear in mind that is the story I'm after to a certain extent so and I think you, you all help me amazingly with it yeah you're um, hugely supportive actually I think that's the other thing like it's interesting right because if this was real life that would be a hugely negative experience in some ways right yeah but like because it's RP it's like and that's the story I, I want. You're I, all very kind of supportive of helping me achieve that story. Like I, I feel, I actually feel supported dude, by what you do, dude. There are this weekend got like crazy emotional because, and I don't know how much you want to go into. I don't think we should go into too much in this because yeah. it's still like thoughts being formed. But there is a lot of very personal stuff connected to your RP yeah. that came out this weekend that was fascinating. And also deeply moving, right? Yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's good. Let's like, talk about let's talk about Riz a little bit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, and this was another thing. So, uh, there's uh, this wonderful senator that we have. His character's called Riz, and he's he is the senator of Hakinia as yes. well. And so, that was so good. Like the, the local senator was like the local the senator makes like it was just so great oh. to have. Okay, because during Anvil, senators tend to be running around. Yes. And you, the way you talk to senators, if you're not in part of their direct group or involved in that, is to go, hi, could I have a minute? And they go, uh, can you walk and talk? Because I have to go, yeah. right? That's how yeah. conversations actually, happen. actually, often you talk to somebody before you even talk to them. Yeah. Right? You know, there's, there's, a, there's almost like a an informant that you'll talk to to pass on certain bits of information because they're very busy people. They're moving around a lot and trying to track down people. Yeah. That Empire is a fucking nightmare. So basically, having 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 our own senator for the weekend, what a treat. It was, and what he... What a... Dude. He the, is, again, outrageously awesome. talented. Yeah, like, he's just... Dude, like... I hate how good looking and charismatic and awesome he is. He's you know amazingly me? Like, good. He's... Yeah. I'm, I'm like, he's so great. He's so yeah. great. He's dreamy, Ian. There's he's like, dreamy. there's like this uh, awesome thing that it, it's, it's, it's just a crazy sort of th- thing that his character also happens to be like Exorazeni, uh, and switched over to being Navarre and became senator of Akinia on the same season that he switched over. That gives you an idea of caliber here. I know, real. Jesus. Like what? A, like so good and just, it, just. I got incited by him. Yeah, describe what inciting is. So I'm going to describe this badly. 
because uh, I have to say I was not prepared for this and I still don't understand it fully mm-hmm. and hopefully I did it right mm-hmm. um, I, I, if not it was done in the spirit of doing it right but it was it's this basic idea where you're kind of your uh, ties to your egregore which is essentially your ties to the nation are checked uh, I think it can go into studying virtues as well but I don't I'm not entirely sure but it's yeah it's really your ties to the nation in my specific case that was being it's like checked on it's like a truth serum almost yes right is the best it's is, is how I it would make, describe it yeah it kind of makes me so it was it was basically asked like where do I feel my ties are uh, like straight up and it was like, like damn son like in with, the, in with the immediate question it's crazy dude like, and it's like it is like truth serum so it's like the truth as Telus would describe it is the best way I can express it yeah. and that meant like actually like delivering my tragic backstory right and and like which is actually quite an intimidating thing to do because uh, like you write this thing well, and everyone, it's like, everyone also wanted to know like yeah. I missed it but I saw like what was happening over the other side like because it was done like right next to the camp right yeah. right next to the camp like if you it was and which was a really good move I thought actually and I think like it, it so anyone who was interested could have come over and listened anyone that's played with Riz will know what I mean by this where he's like outlandish yeah but incredibly caring in his RP yeah but he deliberately put you in that situation yes. right like deliberately yeah he could have said Talis could I have a word of you yeah. away from the camp or yes. somewhere else yes. no 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 this is this is the show. This is the main event, right? Oh, and just so to make you like in front of your banner and everything else to be incited is fucking crazy yes. cool RP. It like, was it was like I like I didn't do an amazing job of it, but like as uh, as a thing, I mean for me I did a good job, but like uh, in terms of like the the moment, the player moment, it was like so strong. Yeah. Like it's like it was like suddenly having and, and this is the weird thing because like I had a, a, this loose formulation of what Talis's opinions on it all were right but it's the kind of thing that was not meant to get tested at that moment right so I hadn't actually really formulated it as a character identity with a rational argument to all of the different things yeah to then have to suddenly like kabam that um, it's one of those it was really interesting it, it's like one of those things that uh, 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 in LARP generally where there are like you suddenly find yourself on the fucking plate holding the bat, right? Yeah. And the ball's coming and you're going to have to swing at it or not. Like yeah. it's, it's that, that it, and they're like character making things. Yeah. In fact, I had a conversation over the weekend. It wasn't actually in the event. It was actually uh, to a few walks on a different event before yeah. time in. Um, I talked about the anecdote about how, remember I got asked to step up mm. and like, uh, oh, is your fan here? And I stayed quiet because yeah. I was so nervous about it. Like that, even even a defeat mm. is worthwhile having, just mm. so you can learn from it. But I would say that you had a bit of a win, really. Like especially yeah. with the RP, right? Oh, I had a huge like for me, and I think this will this will show in this uh, is that I probably got more to say about the first event than I do the second. Mm. Talis was and playing Talis was like, uh, yeah, it was actually something that was quite explored for, for me in this event. Mm-hmm. and then bear in mind I'm combining all this with being involved in the plot and involved in the story so it was a pretty intense weekend for me uh, but it was so much fun and and like that was fantastic to be like incited yeah, yeah. super cool um, then, this, this um, was also a catered event yes so we got fed which was pretty good um, 
that was nice. Yeah, being Actually, fed is good. Also, yeah. communal meals. Yeah, good. We we, we we we're kind of getting better and better. I think of what we need for the camp and how we organise the camp. And the camp okay. is a really enjoyable space to be in. Sidetracked us for a second. Yeah. Okay. I keep on bringing like a barbecue, like meats to barbecue. Okay. Yeah. But more and more, I'm tempted by the idea of being like stews and a yeah. pot, and yeah. then just having like this is this day's meal, this is this day's meal, and just doing it that way seems like you just freeze them. I think that to go. I think that is probably the right way to go. Yeah. It's just it's organizing that and actually doing that is always difficult. But I think one, we'll, we'll get it sorted. Yeah, it, as I say, with the camp is literally becoming more and more comfortable and more and more enjoyable to be in every time we go. Yeah, and this is like I think definitely part of us developing as players is like yeah. learning how to just be much more comfortable and. Yeah. Like, you can understand what you do stuff. and you don't need all of that um, so I had said to uh, Phil if you want me to do anything at all yeah. you just let me know I'm down yeah. and he was like he just came up to me and was just like oh come with me and I was like okay and I was like grab some weapons right? and I was just like okay and he was like do you want to be a wraith and I was like this is quite late at night bear in mind. yeah it's like dusk yeah. and I'm like fuck yeah I want to be a wraith so I, I get tooled up with two axes and like a black shawl robe thing. Mm. And we basically walk up to the top of this hill. Yeah. And Phil just goes to me. I'm like, what noises does a, a wraith make? Yeah. He's like, oh no, just some spooky shit, right? Calls and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. So he, he heads down the hill and I'm sat up on the hill going like, what the fuck noises am I going to make? Yeah. Right? Like, and it's like, I have to be able to make it sound enough. Yeah. So I'm not just a, like yelling to myself on the top of the hill yeah so also it's, it's important to say that like wraiths are actually pretty scary things in game like like i see a wraith is actually a very formidable foe wraiths knock people down like immediately yeah. they're like absolutely brutal so for you you it's actually quite challenging as a role because you actually have to be something scary right or also, try and exhibit okay that, right? so i had problems okay so as i'm heading down the hill there's a wind coming off the hill, yeah. bouncing up into my face, yeah. okay, which is blowing the um, the, the, the cloak yeah. off my head. Right. Thus revealing young Gela Ashbourne <laughs> yeah. underneath the, uh, the, the the thing. Yeah. Sun's coming down though, right? Yeah. So I decide that I'm going to pull the hood right over my head. <laughs> yes. So I can't see shit. Right. And just start doing like a... I can't do it now. Like a... <gasps> Yeah, it was, it was really good, dude. And I like start going for it. I changed pitch a few times, trying to protect my vocal cords, but also like experimenting with the sound. And I'm supposed to be this ancient, like, like there was a battle ages ago, yeah. and like so. Okay, all the players like rush so, around. Yeah, let me. I'll tell you from yeah, our perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So we're just all actually chilling because we we don't know that this is about to happen. And I, I even like I knew that the that these things were in the plot, but I didn't know when it would happen and anything like that, or how it would be delivered. Uh, so Phil was did all of that, and then so we're just chilling around the fire, and then all of a sudden there's this kind of this this sound coming from the top of the hills, and then was uh, it good? Did it carry? It really good, really oh, awesome. good. And then uh, Phil's character. Ezra, no, Ezri. Ezreal? Ezreal, that's it, Ezreal. Sorry, I'm I'm so bad at names. But like, um, it it like came obviously and told us all that um, there's these wraiths coming and we all have to get prepared. And like, like everyone's arming up pretty quickly, like um, me and uh, Owain and Bastilia, um, Bastiana, sorry, set up like this uh, triage. 
and like had to literally clear the table. It was super dramatic. We could see you coming down the hill. Everyone's forming up. Sasha's actually walking in front of us as everyone's getting ready to fight you, doing a Varushkin uh, kind of uh, song toward the camp. Oh, it was so good. good. It was amazing. And like, uh, Vicky's just like, you know, like, let's, you know, let's tool up and get ready for this and all this kind of thing. So I just like to start bringing people in for triage and organizing the hospital. Like, Vicky's a non-com too. Yeah. So having like, there's a few moments of like threat in the camp, mm. but non-coms, like, like it was yeah. cool the way it ran actually like yeah it was just the right amount of threat uh and it actually it was you were phenomenal right because like it was just, it's super challenging and i can attest to this for something else that happened later on like being one or two people against everybody is very difficult yeah i was like i got into it though like i was like once i got to the bottom of the once they started to surround me i was just like ah, oh, i can just like smack motherfuckers right so yeah. i'm like i'm two-handing yeah, yeah. i'm like, like making noises and stuff but i'm like adding flavor to it so i'm like yeah. all dead yeah. all dead like I'm just saying like everyone's dead around me yeah. I'm still in the war and there's a battle and I'm like knocking people down and like Lanius is trying to attack me and she's going crazy um, oh we should we should talk about this yeah something serious happened yeah and we should go into this and this is not any blame whatsoever in fact no I'm not even going to mention who the player was it was a new player yeah they had bought an axe off a uh, sorry a hammer. It's a hammer off a cellar a two-handed hammer, okay? Yeah. We, it looks amazing. Yeah, incredible. Okay? Like, really, really badass. Um, went to weapons check. It was, and I agree with this, it was just safe, yeah. but that kind of like, you know, if it gets too cold, then yeah. it might like harden up too much. You need to keep that thing yeah. kind of, yeah, it was that kind of borderline. Okay. It's a new player. Yeah. It's dusk. Yeah. And... I am shifting around quite fast yeah. in my Wraith costume. Yeah. This player pulled his blow back above his head and brought it down. Okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, I moved just at that moment. Yeah. And he didn't pull his blow how he should have done. Yeah. And he smacked me on the back of the head. Yeah. I went down like a sack of potatoes, like immediately, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. went boom, straight down. I turned around and just said, careful of the head hits like immediately OC yeah and he was like I'm so sorry I'm like I'm cool I then stand back up again and I continue to yeah. try and do it out I'm not feeling 100% yeah. to be completely honest I just wanted to fucking dave up and just fucking get in yeah. there and just you know do my thing it was really cool yeah and I'll just go over quickly what happened around that I sat down for about 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. I was pretty discombobulated afterwards. But what was really nice was... Uh, the, the annoying thing for me as a player was... Like, I knew the player involved was so upset that it happened. Yeah. Right? That's the thing that really upsets me about all of this. Is like... Yeah. Like, a, a new player, a young player... Just made a really honest mistake, yeah. and it would just happen to be the worst case scenario for that yeah. mistake, right? Yeah. And it's just like, so, well, not the worst case, yeah, 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 context. It didn't go right. Um, so when I was ready, I went over there, and we just sat down and had a real hug out, and yeah. I was just like, "We're cool," and he was just like, "I'm so sorry," like this is you know, uh, that player is never, ever, ever going to not hold his blows ever again yeah. and it's just like but i think it's worth mentioning i mean i wasn't sure whether we should mention it or not no i think like 
there's there's absolutely no kind of like negative feeling towards it at, it, at it all. It was like at all. It's just it's it is one of those things it, in, in, a, in a true sense. And uh, yeah, I, he's I, an awesome dude. He's basically. An awesome dude. So I I think it's like it was interesting the set of events that led up to it. It was a learning process, mm-hmm. and I think it was like just a very unfortunate set of events. However, no harm done. Yeah. Amazing, dude. Like, oh, dude. getting to be the Wraith yeah. and, like, actually being, like, people were genuinely shit up by it and, yeah. like, scared by it. Dude, scaring LARPers is the easiest thing in the world. Uh, that's just, that's day Wimpy 2021. Wow. Well, I find it... I, I was actually... I, later on, we'll get to this. I was, like, super intimidated by trying to do that. Yeah, but, like, but yeah. you'll be surprised, right? Yeah. Like, people from the receiving end... Yeah. Stuff is terrifying. Yeah. Right yeah. when you're, oh, yeah, you guys when you're feeling like the dick in the robe, waving his axes around, yeah. trying to make silly noises, walking down the hill, trying not to fall over. Yeah, you can feel like massively self-conscious, but like the, I think it was like waving my axes around and hitting people, and occasionally yeah. like giving them a little bit of spice, a sound effect, little actually. bit of spice, like yeah. giving them a little bit of an extra, like you know, I'm gonna like not just be generic flailing around. I'm gonna do some moves at the same time, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. mess each other really fun and yeah. then fear in their eyes and people shouting and all of that seriously it was so good from my perspective because bear in mind Talos ain't dying right but I can assure you of that one thing that's not happening is Talos dying before he gets his cloak right like that's like <laughs> I'm out option. I'm out <laughs> that's on the cards I'm out so I'm standing back there setting up hospital and Sasha's literally walking in front of these bells and this drum I think and tapping out this ward in front of us and then afterwards after you guys were defeated and we came back to the camp Sasha sang this song called Rubies in the Snow which is actually a song about a Varushkin song uh, about the events of the uh, Mourn Hollow that we're near which is like the actual area that we're near he sang this song which is a very long super like complicated song or it seemed that way to me mm-hmm. and smashed it and nailed it Mate. like absolutely nailed it it was it's so that, good it's that perfect like homogeny of like talent and like law and situation and it's just like the 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 the, immer- the immersion the immersion there's a word insane. for this he literally started singing it like, bear in mind, we, this is after the battle, after the skirmish, we're all sort of there, and we're just starting to chill out, right? Everyone's just kind of, like, geared off, and getting, we're getting some food, we're getting some drinks out, and just sort of starting to talk, I see, about everything that was happening. And then he just started singing it in that, and it came in, and the way that the conversations just kind of hushed around the, the sort of, the camp, just to listen to this performance, it was so Dude, good. Navari respect yeah. musicians, their yeah. storytelling. It was so like, good. The, I, what I like is the the rules of songs and story yeah. are like re, they they they, they radiate out they right? radiate out it's yeah. like like if you if you approach our camp and there's someone singing like we'll just shush people yeah. like immediately yeah, like yeah. it's not even like it's it's nice but people yeah people understand really quickly as well but the, the crazy thing about that so it goes from this song to then Riz actually being a character as crazy as this is who was there a player who was there for the player events that actually are where this song is kind of linked to right and and sort of talk, has knowledge of all of these things like it, it's Dude, crazy storytelling he delivered this story about his experience at this thing which was another player event as far as i know yeah. uh, and i'm sorry for anything i'm getting wrong here but telling this story about surviving that and what they did and what they knew about the past based on what they did 
and how many didn't come back and like all of that like, it was it's great it was just so good harrowing and yeah. like good and like just uh, it, real and it's night and we're in the arse end of nowhere yeah. and there's the stream flowing like down the hill you guys have just come down the hill as wraiths right like yeah and it like it, it was so good it was a yeah. great moment um i want to mention quickly um a few high guard players that were there yeah were what are quickly becoming some of my favorite people to rp with ever yeah. like they're really really fun yeah they're the same group of guys who did the spiteful like briar hating yes. thing that ended in what I can only describe as chaos. Yes. And even the version that I think we told on the podcast isn't correct. Oh, and I think there is a lot more to this story. Truth. Yes. And I think it's <laughs> it's so interesting. So these guys are coming back and they're coming back as high guard players. And they are like just kicking over the dumpster of what happened before. Yeah. As like one of them. And I, I, I really have to be careful with how yes. I tell this story about this character. But they are playing an inquisitor. Yeah. And they are trying to find out what happened in that whole thing. Yeah. Was there a miscarriage of justice? Um, what happened to Spiteful? You know, all of this yeah. stuff that happened. And this person is like... The whole group of them are good, but I'm going to talk specifically about the Inquisitor. Is like a fucking human can opener. Yeah. He will... Okay. Our player... Yeah sat next to him yeah and everyone he's already like asking questions and making everyone feel very nervous and like yeah. like they're telling him bits of information and he turns to this one player and goes to him what do you know about uh the uh spiteful's like death or disappearance at the last minute he's like oh i'm not gonna tell you that you know no, i'm not gonna give away my secrets and he yeah. goes like what secrets and it's just <laughs> oh like, my god it was and then he's just like he just gives it all up I've never seen anything like it. It yeah, was realizing that, like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. He no, but he just it, th- this player's ability to make people tell him information is unbelievable. He just starts talking, and then everyone's like, "And then I killed my grandma for the money, <laughs> and the b- money's buried here, <laughs> and like I've been like cheating on my yeah, spouse forever right. with this person, <laughs> and like this is what this is the hotel number I meet at. You know what I mean? Like this." It's incredible to watch, and I love interacting with these group of players. Yes. They're so yeah. much fun. They take their RP very seriously, or not very seriously. Yeah. It's hard to tell, right? But it's, they are. Yeah, it's a nice blend, actually. Yeah, it's like these particular characters. They actually feel like a slightly old school Bobby on the Beat character from an old BBC cop show like something like that you know that like kind of style of like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, like you know the, the like, like the, hard colombo yeah, colombo yeah. you know the the they're kind of a little bit quirky but they will just like they're professionals and they always get who they're going after yeah. they always get the information they're looking for like, yeah, yeah yeah it's so good right the... just uh i loved interacting with them the whole weekend they they bought so much game and also they're a great example of players that create game around them yes. and i think that's like they're having fun. Yeah. Everyone's having fun interacting with them. As the whole spiteful thing happened, like yes. I think it's like you can create a huge amount of stuff. Like you make people's weekends yeah. by creating this sort of plot. And um, yeah, absolute privilege playing with They're them. They're great. I mean, there's so many people um, who kind of they they provide so much game. They're yeah. so and and as you play more, actually, it started to be like. 
I enjoy my own game, but actually I really enjoy giving out game to other people. Yeah. Right. I, but, but also, like, this is the first event that I've been to where I genuinely felt like, and this happened, like, Riz said a nice thing to me, other people said nice things to me, but I can hold conversation about political things. Yes. Yeah. And really hold my own. Yeah. Right? Like, with, with some of the most informed players in the game like I, I have a position yeah and it's not a bad one it's 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 definitely like it feels like you've done the legwork in a sense where you understand what your argument is and you're informed on enough things to be able to speak you're, you've actually you have put quite a lot of effort in a yeah, way into but i think it. it's more like uh, being dyslexic i think the thing is it's like a lot of the stuff that like is learning by interactions with players yeah okay and it's like you can I, I interacted with some new players actually yeah. in fact there was that one new player that came up yeah and was talking about how terrible Rivers Run Red is was that at the that's the event? second event yeah we'll have to get to that because that was yeah. a really cool but moment, it's like but yeah. okay but this event was definitely like um, I actually felt that I could actually talk about the things I was talking yeah. about and not be gazumped by law because this is a real problem right yeah you come out with I have a position, and then someone says to you, well, fucking two years ago, this happened. And you're like, well, I didn't know about the thing that happened two years ago. That seems very reasonable. Yeah, that all the things that I was about to argue against did happen. So. I think there is that element of it. and I, I, But, like, I think you've reached the level where of confidence where you and position where you kind of understand. You can go in with an argument, right? And I think that's been a, a good thing. Yeah, but I, it's also a learning process, right? Yes, but yeah, of course. Either way, like, basically... Being called compl- uh, being called competent by the senator of Hakinia yeah, is like my little heart, Ian. I know my little heart, yeah. Ian, grew so big, and <laughs> it was just like, what? I'm competent. He said, "Well, you're clearly competent." Yeah, and I was just like, oh. I know what a guy. It was so cool, so nice. Like that was that was the like oh you know what I mean. Like, that was one of the nicest things anyone said yeah, to me yeah, yeah. in a really long time. Really and, nice. Oh man, this brings up somebody in my mind as well. And that's uh, Travid. He's played by uh, Martin. He's just yeah. like like has this book of like knowledge and stuff. And I won't go into it too much. But like the fact that he's just able to go out and just like. Dude, it will show you the figures. It will show you the figures. Me and Travid disagree on stuff now. I know. And in the best way possible. Like, it's like, because Travid's really been a a guide for me in an awful lot of political things. And now, like, we have have things where we don't agree on. And it's like, it's like, not that I know that this isn't, I was about to say, ah, the pupil becomes the master. No, not at all. Mine is still definitely the master. Of course. But it's more like, it's, it's really nice just having that level of conversation with him now. Yeah, totally. And, because bear in mind, he's probably, I mean, it's safe to say, he's the first political figure we ever encountered in play. Right back on like the first event. He just made himself aware to us. Like somebody had a political game. Yeah, super giving. Right. We need to keep going. Yes, We're only on Friday of the know, first fucking event, Ian. We're I not... Know. Jesus. So, um, I think that pretty much is Friday, though. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty oh, much... Oh, that is Friday. Yeah, cool. that pretty much is Friday. Onward, Saturday, Ian. In fact, the early skirmish was the Ian the Terrible skirmish. So we got that out of order. I have a feeling we did, but I, like, I, I think as well, 
anybody who was there will probably be able to correct the whole order of everything we're saying yes. and all of the facts. As yes. always, LARP is a fairly... Ian, to be damned of reality. Yeah. We're telling stories now and reminiscing. It doesn't matter what actually happened. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's what we, well, it's what we felt, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's have a really good time with it and just, uh, just enjoy it. Um, so, the next day... Um, that was the... Do you was... want to do the tarot reading? Yeah, so that was that was an interesting one. Right on. It was basically... Um... Riz called me over. Like I was just walking from one camp to the other and he called me over. Yeah. And asked me to if I wanted to do a tarot reading, mm-hmm. and this is like following on from the insight the day before, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he did this tarot reading, which is basically like this. I won't say too much because it is it's like a bit of personal story, I suppose. But it's kind of like it's kind of asking like there's like questions that have been posed, and I have to find an answer, and that's like which is fairly obvious. What does this que- what does this card mean to yeah, you? Yeah, right? exactly, all of that, and it was just so good. Like to actually like have the private kind of consultation and the reading, uh, and there was there, there was another player there too. Uh, that that actually having that third person there was really nice. I I absolutely love tarot readings at Empire, yeah. and they're like a really good way to kind of like. Um, find meaning in your character and what you're mm. doing and like if the person's guiding you correctly you can come up with all sorts of wonderful things about it the way that Riz delivered the cards and you know I'm trying to play Talis out as best I can right and, but the way he's delivering the cards at the end of the reading like I'm so kind of like mesmerised by the cards and everything he said but he has to he has to say like they are just cards like it was so good. Uh, he said it. I see. Uh, like I love that. I it love was that, so good. I, I'm. I. I it was I'm so very skeptical of tarot readings, but I love them in game. Like yeah. literally, the reason why I continued to be married to Sinwig was after I was sobered up from Goose Whisper. Was I had a tarot reading, and he told me it would be a very um, uh, prosperous uh, <laughs> uh, relationship, but I needed to be careful of treachery. Right, <laughs> that's enough to be like fuck. Let's stay married. That that let's enjoy ourselves, right? Um, new player skirmish. Yeah, so we did like um, we basically at, at this point you kind of you weren't feeling really right for skirmishes and stuff yourself, but you were up mm-hmm. for doing photography, yes, and things like that. Uh, so you, you were running. Uh, oh no! You, but this time you weren't. Of course, you were the no, Boy Scout. At this time, I was I was uh, helping out, like semi crewing, yes. because yes. I was like you were like an NPC, right? Uh, no, 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 you I were was, your character. Still. I was yeah. me, but it was all. This was the uh, Limpy Pete skirmish. Yes, yeah. So I was the one with the information, and I was just like, and it was really. Oh man, I tell you what's weird about this is like I've only been larping for two years. Yeah. Okay. Like and and. So we're going to this event, and it's for the new players, and the War Scout Phil is telling everyone what's going on, and I start just riffing, yeah. right? I'm not saying, oh, it's probably Limpy Pete, he's, he's got a leg or whatever, it's a bit yeah. of an issue, but he's a really great guy, like, he always gets the job done, you know? And it's yeah. like, uh, then I'm like, but then I'm starting to, like, hype it up, and I'm just like, listen, whatever happens, listen to the War Scout, yeah. and, like, stay, like, behind me, and we'll get through this, okay? Yeah. Like, work together. Like so, so I'm I'm constantly like giving them from the point where we come into contact with them when we go on this little thing. I'm constantly telling them about having to work together and listening to me and Phil. 
Yeah. Like, listen to us and we'll be fine. That, yeah. Like, I'm reinforcing that. What were you about to say? No, I was going to say, because that is a really important part to feed into what happened. Yes. And so we're all playing Jotun. Uh, and there's a pretty, like, good size of pe- person on the uh, Jotun force, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, it was a good number of people. And well And equipped. they're solid fighters too, yeah. right? And so Robert had this head that is actually like well, a fake head it's that you my had. head yeah 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 i bought a larp safe head yeah. during the long dark because they were giving it away half price okay yeah. like at one point during the terrible times yeah a lot of sellers were like wanting to get rid of their stock yeah and i don't i wasn't in the business to buy a larp head at the time yeah but seeing this larp head and seeing it go for half price i was like well, that's a bargain. I got to buy yeah. myself, and it's got like long hair that you can hold on to. You can tie it onto your belt. It looks so, so good, good, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like a proper. So it's like a head. It's like a proper, and also you can fuzz you it can at fuzz a shield wall. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, Robert put it in a sack, and basically waited. We were playing. Yeah. Like oh, a let, me, let, me, let me give. Yeah. Let me. Okay. So we go up the hill onto a, like a path that looks down the hill. Yeah. But we're like we're miles away in game, right? And I'm like. We're walking along and Phil's looking at the ground and I'm like, is that blood? And he's like, yeah, it's like, I think there might be some Jotun activity up here. And like, I'm looking back and I'm like, I'm serious as fuck this entire time. Yeah. And the, you can feel the tension growing up in the group. So we come to the end of the path, turn onto the field and then there's a group of Jotun there. Rowdy Jotun. Rowdy Jotun. They're yelling, they're heckling, yeah. they're being like, and I'm just like, I turn back, I'm just like, you know, work together, okay, like whatever happens, like, you know, work together and you'll yeah. be fine. Follow us. I turn back. Yeah, yeah, follow us, like whatever happens, like follow our, follow our lead, yeah. is what I said, yeah. right? And then, like, Robert's like in his orc mask, like, you bloody imperial yeah. scum type thing and then he goes got a oh, present for you. we got a present for you and he pulls out which isn't very Jotun by the way like beheading people but yeah. for the benefits of this yeah. like it was fucking great pulls the head out and just fuzzes it down on our feet and I'm just like oh no Pete Libby Pete <laughs> you scum Jotun and then he starts like incant- uh, incanting incanting yeah, incanting like a, a spell a, right a, a, a thing and then pop a fucking red smoke grenade and that was my cue me and Phil's cue was to red smoke go down yeah okay like so me and, and then chaos hit the ground and like we fall on each other but I unfortunately I fall the wrong way and I'm face forward what I should have done is for all of those savvy people that are going to become unconscious that want to watch <laughs> the action turn to face where the action is going to be because yeah. oh my god the sounds it was so good were bonkers dude like it was chaos so immediately after you two went down it we hit them and we hit them pretty hard mm-hmm. and like these are like that bear in mind they're, they're actually really competent right but just because someone's a new player of course doesn't mean they can't fight right yeah, absolutely and but that's Very important true. to say like there's a, there was so like better than me like straight up better than me uh fighters out there uh but like the whole point is it's like the shock of it right just being hit and we kind of outnumbered them slightly at this point so we're starting to like push them back and push them back and then uh like uh Callum and uh yeah Caitlin's character they comes had in. they had planned to have like a couple more experienced players come in and be like wrecking balls and yeah. we told the crew like try not to kill everyone yeah, yeah. when these people show up like this is like yeah, yeah. whatever it is there's so a little bit staged 
but not really not much no, no. And, like we were we would have like we were we were up for pushing them hard in that one but i would also say that there's a difference between like the giant fest light larp that is uh, empire and mm. what a more bespoke experience is like yeah and i like both of them for yeah. different reasons but i think this is the benefit of that sort of thing right is to be able to like tailor make it's it's an, it's the new player skirmish yeah. Yeah. Make it a new player skirmish, yeah. right? Like have some real threat, but let everyone. Have it a good was. Time. I, I hope anyway. I hope it was a really good introduction to it because it felt intense as, from my end, and like I got like platoon style killed, like shot down by this arrow. But that was the the the, the thing was I also like I was just kind of down. I needed to be finished. Yeah. And then later on, like I so I, I like picked up the arrow and I was like had it like tucked onto the armpits so it was sticking up, and I was kind of like rolling around. It was it was proper cool. Uh, and you guys almost got forgotten you were down right well i think it's like that chaos of combat it was so crazy yeah like and it's uh i bumped into a few new players over the the course of this time and it's like i think one of the main things that happens to you when you first engage in combat is your spatial awareness reduces to zero yeah you are what's directly in front of you yeah and that's your whole world there is yeah. nothing else and I, I, this happened a few times over the course of the events but like People get killed because of spatial awareness, and it's a skill that you just have to grow through experience, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, totally. And I think, like, uh, we, we said it before, but the number one way people die, in a way, is just going down somewhere where the line isn't, yeah. and nobody gets to you. Yeah. And that's how your character dies. Oh, dude. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. We'll I get know. to that. We'll get so, to that. <laughs> Lanius. Yeah, so this is about when uh, Lanius basically started trying to control the uh, flow of white mana, and there was also a type of Liel that was a bit dodgy as well, but it was mainly basically trying to get all of the camp supply of white mana, which is this kind of dodgy resource that was out there, mm-hmm. doing some pretty nasty stuff. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that up. That, that's, that's an undercurrent of stuff that's going on. Like People are starting to collect these dodgy things together, and that part to of the plot end, is building though? in the background. Yeah, yeah. Like there's people like That's... running around the background, just basically. And I'm like kind of aware of this as a player that this yes. is happening, but trying to stay as well away from it as I physically can. You know? Yeah. I don't want anything to do that. So then we kick into, and this is by my reckoning. I might be wrong about all of this, by the way. But okay. I think we kick into the tournament at yes, this point. I think. And so. we had one v ones. Yeah. Which involved myself and uh, Fire, who's played by Good Dave, and. Round one, we were pitted against each other. I mean... And it was very one-sided. It was... The tournament was so... Because of, I think, because of the hills around us. Yeah. And the general setting. And people playing instruments. Like, there were people playing, like, the mighty tambourine. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and drums. And it... Every hit was, like, cheers. Yeah. And all of this. It was so It good. was, like, the atmosphere was so good. And it really felt very martial. Like, there was some absolute, like, yeah. there was some real skill on display. And it was very good. I did all right, actually. But, like, uh, bear in mind, my character literally has two hits. Because yeah. I wasn't wearing any armor. Yeah. So it was, like, I, I think I scored two hits. And then I got yeah. I got taken down. So I'm happy with that. But, like, so I was out. The, and then... Is this when the salmon got named? Yes. It was when the Saman got named. named. Yeah, so basically there's all of these, obviously all these other bouts are taking place. uh, And one of them is of this new player. Uh, He's a lovely young lad. Yeah. And he went into this 1v1. Yeah. He actually does like, Hema is very talented at at swordsman and he does this move. (laughs) And it was like, 
the, a salmon-like move is the way to describe yeah. it, right? It's to, to hurtle yourself through the air while bending and flexing and generally trying to avoid hits in a... Well, he was on I was on the ground and he did like a kip-up like a salmon. Like, yeah. Up like, uh, like up, <laughs> literally up yeah. a river. So I just shout from the sidelines salmon <laughs> I think I literally all I shouted was the word salmon was just the word salmon or, or it might have been the salmon it, at that point but beca- then this became a call it became it was so fast how he became the salmon of Hakinia yeah was like lightning and everyone agreed and it was it was just so great like oh. a lot of people have to take a long time to earn their name right like the hero of Rakilia for example <laughs> um, he killed a herald he did he's 12 foot tall um, uh, that by the way is going on the whole event yeah we're still doing yeah. that um, yeah. but to get called like and also what was nice was he loved it yeah. and it is a sign of affection and also oh dude yeah no it was I think it was a, just we, a great moment we actually had yeah we should do it now he actually got marked with that as a, tat- as a brand yeah. as is part of his character yeah. and it was like Riz gave it to him yeah. but all of us were there yeah. and it was like a really cool moment wasn't so, it so like in Navarre we have this thing of uh, basically tattoos and oaths and you uh, you basically make an oath and you kind of tattoo it or represent it on yourself that's a very Navarre kind of thing mm-hmm. but then the one of the kind of ultimate expressions you can do of it is to brand yourself uh, with a symbol that represents whatever it is that you've sworn an a oath to. Binding mark on yeah. your flesh to yeah. say that you will, you are a thing and yeah. you live by these. And it's like, what does being the the salmon mean to you yeah. and all this stuff? And it yeah. was like, it was a great thing. Anyway, one v ones. Good Dave won. Yes. He was an absolute boss. Yes. Turns out cardio and all that stuff is a real advantage when you're fighting multiple fights in a row, right? Yeah. Everyone was so tired. tired. The t- so end. basically, uh, Dave and I actually can't remember the name of the other player. Apologies. He was a boss. Though. He was an absolute boss. And they had like a really long slogging out kind of 1v1. And we both were like knackered. It, it was, But it was really entertaining. Like generally as a spectator. Like everyone was, was cheering. It was tense. I didn't like, know they who both was got, win. Yeah, they both got taken to like the limits. And also, like what I like about a lot of competition that happens at Empire, the mutual appreciation yes. and yeah. hugs out afterwards, yeah. and it's, it's all very cool. Like it was so cool. I mean, you had like it was hilarious when Lanius was doing his one v one, right? Because his his character like has no quit at oh all. Oh my god, he just he's like he got like he's cleaved. like the Energizer Bunny. He, yeah. You knock him down, he gets back up again. Oh, you knock him down, so he gets funny. back up again. But like his character had like so many cleaves and so many kind of like reverses of those you know for his skills and things it was just it was yeah, so well, like we should, we should just send Lanius into <laughs> husk areas That's and just so let him defeat the Valorant single hand <laughs> so good oh man uh, we did the 3v3s yeah so that um, was you and uh, Good Dave who, doing the so we actually yeah. had a two person representative on, on us because I, I um, at this point uh, oh no this makes me think I got the timing of everything wrong but anyway, at this point, I had, I think I wasn't quite feeling right in my leg or I was knackered or something. And Didn't you come on? We were free. No, I wasn't, I wasn't part of the free because I wasn't feeling right. I think I messed up and I think all we're talking about now actually happened on the Sunday. It doesn't but matter. It doesn't matter. The it tournament is like matter. its own separate thing. No, I think that was Sunday. But, um, but the reason I'm saying that is because I had a slight injured leg from the thing I had to do the night before. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um the free freeze were awesome i went into with two hit points yes. and i was playing like uh we were fighting a fairly new group yeah. i got to try out paralysis 
Yes. Which, by the way, in a PvP environment, is so unbelievably overpowered. Strong. It's yeah. like, oh my god. Like, there are some people who can do it without a call, which is just silly. Yeah. Like, you should always have to do it. Yes. Yes, there are items that you can use. So you can use it like a heroic call. And that shit's just... Wow, that's crazy. Well done, you've completed Empire. Please step to the winner's <laughs> circle. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. even me having to do a five-second call for it is still... Very so strong, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they see it freezes people for 10 seconds. I get to wackaroo them in that time. So effectively, that could be... 10 hits, I, right? If I'm being a dick about it, it's 10 hits. If I'm actually being a bit more cinematic about it, it's more like five or six, you know? Yeah, but that, that'll um, do, right? That'll do a lot. Especially if you're in line with other people. I think you would be surprised at how many hit points some characters that's true. have. That's true. There are some tanky boys out there, Ian. Big, but in, big, the, in, burpy, this, fixed, in this tournament, it was people. very effective, actually. Yes. Um, but you did get knocked out. Yeah, and it was kind of like we were like down with that before we even began. Yeah. We were we were just filling out the numbers, but we had a really good like yeah, fight. You could go of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. Um, the I think it was Reese's Crew one. Yes, Venom was used. I know that was really interesting. So. Uh, We'd heard rumours about this earlier that somebody was maybe thinking of using Venom in the tournament. This has been like a kind of a... I think you brought it to my attention. There was a little bit of plot that I can't talk about now. Yeah. And now someone owes me a favour. Yeah. No, so Because basically, of the rumours that were happening with the Venom. It was it was interesting because like, I knew about this and being a physic, I decided I would sit up on the opposite side of the, the tournament so I could be there so I could run on to heal anybody that was hit by Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like a cool bit of plot that kind of filtered into the t- undercurrent of the tournament and it just so happened when the venom was used it was used on a person who was on like their last hit point yeah so it actually dropped them would have killed them in 30 seconds yeah uh, so it was like suddenly turned into like quite a serious run onto the yeah, I, I literally ran on and was like before, the, like the, and also like i love this about larp where like there might be something on the surface that's happening, yeah. but there's like a subtext to it where everyone knows that Venom's going to be called potentially. We don't know who it's going to be yeah. by or who it's going to be on. Well, not everybody knew as well. Like only like a few people knew. Like yeah. you knew, I knew, a couple other people in our banner knew, I think. If you want to ask me how I knew, I couldn't tell Yeah, you. I know. We can't talk about it. Right? But... It's like, that's how cool that shit is, right? It was really cool. But it's like, you know, it's one of those like Thomas Crown Affair or Mission Impossible where there's like double cards underneath yeah. and like everyone's looking at everyone else else and people are ready to act and i'm like i'm gonna keep my weapon on me if things kick off don't worry yeah. i promise your survival don't worry and it's like shit's cool yeah, um, it was really cool yeah. and so but, but like there was a really cool resolution to it as well like the character who had done it was like awesome like that player's amazing okay we need to keep this fucking yeah. truck moving in archery competition so then we had an archery competition and this what was really strange about this was uh, and this was really good fun by the way it was a very immediately very different vibe from the tournaments that, that we'd had before. There it went from being like a kind of a well, like rowdy, a coliseum, yeah, shouty. Like there was like, like kind of like a kind of like a folky sort of vibe. Yeah. Where everyone banging their drums, and it was really cool. But there was like it became very oh bravo. It was golf club kind of golf claps and stuff. Oh, very very nice. So um, yeah, and I was I was one of the judges. Uh, with Phil and it just it felt really cool right we yeah. had the target set up a bunch of people had a shot we had me and Phil on either side literally just and sort it, of scoring anyone it anyone could have a go and yeah. loads of new people had a go and yeah. it wasn't intimidating and it was really really nice to see everyone give it a fucking good damn yeah. try basically because archery is actually like pretty difficult under those pressure those archers right? those arrows yeah. are like so LARP arrows are like have a giant cone of foam on the end yeah. so there's no none of that like easy stuff yeah it's like firing a goddamn like 
Yeah, so it's, Pringles it's, it, can down. You kind of yeah, it's it's quite different and. Uh, yeah, but everyone gave it a good, totally good go, mate. Right, and it we was, have a great time it was scoring. Very British. At the end, bravo, bravo, very good. So at the end of everybody shooting, we basically me, me and Phil meet in the middle. We compare scores. We pick yeah. the top two players, and then we push the range back a bit. Yeah, and it, we just do like a first arrow, like most accurate arrow wins. Yeah, and I think both players missed the first shot and then had to take a second shot, and it I, was like really good. It was a really good finish. Me and Bungle kept the book. Yeah. Which I'm really in favour of, by the way, is now keeping a book and doing betting events for stuff. Oh, it was so good. Having the betting on the side was it's, really nice. It's touch. really fun and it gives a bit of interest. It's yeah. really fun to see the betting go. And like Bungle was fantastic at it as well. Yeah. Like as the as the bookkeeper on the side, like he's probably like taking in bets, writing them down in a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really good taking the coin in. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. I'll, like <laughs> it was a really good um, bet. I, actually, I'd highly recommend looking at those pictures on the Empire Facebook yeah. thing because they are really simple. That's a good fun. Yeah. They're really Really good fun. Let's keep going. We ate some ribs. If you want to cook ribs, you got to leave them in a slow cooker for at least six to eight hours. It wasn't quite there, but it was still very delicious. It was very good. But right. yeah, it was quality food. Moving um, on. Briar so, hate. Yeah, so this is an interesting thing. There's a thing in Navarre, uh, and well, we're going across the Empire, of course, where basically uh, briars who are engaging against the Valorn, we think, are starting to have flowers which affect them potentially so and if you fight in these areas the yeah. lawn affects you by having dreams and also making you sprout flowers if you are a briar yeah implying yeah that the lawn and the briars have something to do with each other or at least the lawn might potentially have power over our briars which yes. is the other fact being that all of the heirs of Teruniel who are like the uh, Valorn supporting things, yeah, I think the I'm right human, so, yes. All of them are briars. Correct. Who have been turned to its cause. Correct. And so basically this has built up this very kind of sort of sparky kind of aspect of play of like how different people think about Can we briars. trust briars? Yeah, and this was a very open question. I honestly think we could do an hour yeah. on just talking about the Briar problem. Yeah. The Briar problem. Wow. No, I know, I'm actually not part on the... I, no. I'm not actually part of Briar hate. I, I, I can't actually talk about some of the... Like, this is the problem with this. I can't talk about certain things regarding this. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like... Like, for the, plot reasons, but just actually, to say, I've got... There is a lot of anti-Briar uh, mistrust yeah. and sentiment within Navarre, like yeah. 100%. Um, and in finding out different people's positions on things you would not even your most compassionate friends are deeply against briars or other people will be like no I don't see the problem and there are some wonderful arguments either side of this yeah. but really like it's yeah. like PD are definitely pushing briars into a corner deliberately and I think it's fucking glorious it's so I think good. it's so good it's a really interesting um, part of play and everyone who engages with it that, that I saw as well uh, really had a lot of fun with it and it, and like that's the people who were bliars the people yeah. who like it was it was a really interesting element of play yeah in fact we had a briar there that I yeah. had a really good chat with about mm. it where I like literally like nailed my fucking flag to the wall type thing it was just like yeah. you're welcome on my fire anytime you want do you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. absolutely because and yeah I made, like a smackdown argument you know the the 30 seconds virtue rant that yeah. sounds so good that you can't really fuck with at the time you could probably do it with enough time and enough yeah. argument but the the, the quick version is good oh man no it's it, yeah it was really good like uh i think that as an undercurrent as well was like a quite a huge feature of the whole event okay um let's keep going here. yes let's keep going buddy um so rumors of the leaf man yeah so 
the throughout this whole event, there's basically been this undercurrent of this story that was started originally by uh, Richard's backstory that had been seeded into the player packs. That from time to time he's called the Leaf Man. That's and I can't remember exactly, so I'm sorry if I'm butchering it at all. Um, but the basic idea was that that piece of information and some other pieces of information that people had 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 been combined together to form this wonderful weave, this wonderful web, this kind of like wall display with photos and like little lines the, connecting dots. The Charlie Day of uh, Always Selling in Philadelphia meme yeah. where he's like standing in front of the board and all the lines are coming together yeah. all the stuff on this, like, the crazy that person, exact kind conspiracy of theory guy. It was crazy to see this thing coming together yeah and how like like i said before how little i wanted to have anything to do with it and you literally reacted to this as like what are we going to do okay we're going to pull something so, out of our asses i got approached um and basically the question was because nobody reached the point of fervor in the camp where people wanted to know so they because obviously it's nothing unplanned for really or not fully anyway um so they basically, uh, one of the players approached me and said, so if we want to, like, summon the Leaf Man, how do we do that? And I was like, you want to what? Like, you, so what's this? I had to do, like, really quick catch-up on a bunch of stuff. And basically the idea was that, okay, we'll, we'll do it at this time. And I sort of ran into my tent and was like, fuck, I have to be a Leaf Man <laughs> in, like, in like like half an hour so I'm like piecing together this kit uh, uh, we're actually we'll get to the leaf man yes we should yeah, there's yeah. actually two things I want to mention first okay yeah first one is um, so I didn't want to die this weekend like you didn't want to yeah. die this weekend um, we had incursions in the camp over the weekend mm. there's a couple of them that I want to talk about yeah so one of them was we're chilling at our camp hear some yelling coming from up on the top of the hill, yeah. look up, and there's a high guard player running down the hill, okay? Yeah. I immediately grab my weapons and start charging up the hill, Yeah. okay? The player comes down, tumbles down a little bit, then lands in front of me. I stop in front of them, and I'm like, he's like, oh, and then like closes his eyes, and I'm like, fuck. So I look up at the tree line again, and I'm like, fuck. So I, like, I'm the first one there, and I'm there with the, the Cambian gentleman. Yeah. And we're like, looking at each other and I'm like okay so I start charging up the hill again and then uh, I start hearing people yelling like Gallop be careful don't go up there yeah. it's okay. and then I see like so there's like a tree line at the top of the hill and then the road behind it so you can kind of just see through and I could see a tiny amount of movement there was something moved in the bushes and I was like it's got to be an ambush right it's got to be an ambush so I start heading up there and then I kind of hesitate I look up and I just see a high guard player, turned out to be Phil, on his hands and knees, crawling forward. And I'm like... Oh, cool. I, as Gellert... Yeah. Gellert, can't not... Like, there's someone in need. Yeah. So I charge up this hill. Yeah. And it's like, the adrenaline pumping as I, like, got to the fucking ridge of that hill... And like came over the top of it. Like I didn't know what was going to be on the other side. Like, yeah. It could have been like an arrow six line, six fucking yoted armed to the teeth with halberds about to smack my ass into the thing. But I charged over there. It was just him, and it was like safe. And I was just like, oh my god, that instinct that killed Ifan. Yeah, still there. It's still in me. Yeah, it's gonna get me killed again. But it was great to have it back. That 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 
rush of blood to the head of fuck it like yeah. tonight we dine in hell whatever yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. ridge yeah. we're going for it you know what I mean like yeah. no, that was a really cool moment so good um, also the um, attack into the camp yes so there was this um, basically we were all sort of chilling around the camp and uh, fire comes up to me and says oh Talis uh, do you mind like showing me some archery right and then like so I'm like okay yeah sure I'll get the bow and stuff and then uh, he kind of pulls me to the side he's like get yourself armed up because I think there's some people behind us ready to attack the camp right so I like string an arrow and he's kind of going around it was and he was so cool I wish right? I knew that because I had a tankard in my hand when yeah. they attacked well he was working his way around trying to tell everybody but obviously do it without them seeing that we knew nice uh, it was so cool so like good day was was phenomenal though, good right? day was always like, form, right? it was, like, it was so good anyway so then they charged into the camp and it was like a proper like howling Woo! charge in charge in and, and like they're yelling yeah and they run from our camp everyone like, spills their drinks <laughs> it's just chaos everyone's running yeah and they ran through our camp towards the other camp so even though we knew we didn't have a time enough time to take them all out it, so they then ran down to the other camp no idea what happened to them down okay. there it was anarchy down there I think so James Hewitt who yeah. did an episode with he's a games designer a friend yeah. of ours he ran yeah got hit but then tripped over a guide rope wow, and okay. fell oh dear so I saw this and was like immediately like OC ran over there yeah. and I was just like are you okay and yeah. he was like I'm fine I'm completely fine I'm like oh, okay sweet sweet and I'm like I'm going like chase after them and go and kill them right so I yeah. run after the bandits to try and kill them and then I'm like oh no like the bandits all got dealt with pretty quickly after that but the adrenaline dump and it was amazing right so I come back and James is lying on the ground, okay? And this guy is standing above him, looking down at him. And I'm just like, hey, what's going on? He's just like, oh, you know, I'm not a physics, so I can't help him. And I'm like, oh, cool. So you're just like watching him? And I'm like, mind if I join you? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, cool. We can both watch him together. And I was just like, and then James looks up at me and goes, so you know how I said I was okay? And I'm like, yeah. Well, that was kind of like an OC answer, like, I see, I got cleaved to the back without any armor on, and I am on my countdown. And I was like, oh, fuck! <laughs> physic! Physic! And we had to, like, run a physic over yeah, to try yeah, yeah. and, like, save him before he died. Oh, it was, like, so good. so good. But, yeah, like... Um, the other thing that's been happening all this time during the event, because of all the dodgy herbs and everybody using everything, like, the physic game is going crazy, because everybody's, like, doing all of these traumatic wounds, all this kind of stuff that's happening... That's all kicking off the background. So the physics game was actually quite a strong part of all of it's this. It's so good. Yeah. Um, in fact, I feel like we're not even really brushing into how special this event was. Like, we're saying events and they were really good, but man, the whole package. Yeah. Let's keep going, Let's though. Keep going. Let's Jesus keep, Christ. Keep Let's keep going. Um, so then I've got the, the Leaf Man ritual itself. Yeah. And this was a lot of fun. We all got told that Cadigan yeah. was going to combine all of the herbs and commit a ritual and that something might go wrong. Yeah. And we were just like, well, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. So we all get tooled up and head up there. And me and Good Dave are like standing next to each other. And we're like, we're not going to stand where all that thing's about to happen. Yeah. So we're all like slowly taking a half step Steps here. Back, yeah. Half step there, just moving slowly away from where we think like terrible things are gonna happen. And in the kind of like the half light darkness of the situation, 
Ian is covered in like his his what you managed to pull together as a costume. Yeah, so this was Phil's black cloak, the same one I think you must use as a wraith. Is that all you use? Yeah. And then I just I got some uh, fake plastic leaves yeah. and I just stuffed. I, I got you actually to stuff them. Yeah, you in my su- hood. But dude, you'll be surprised how fucking awesome that looked. Huh, um, that's funny. So that's all it was. But then the, actually, no, the other thing I did do, sorry, is I had uh, these little lantern lights. And I got those stuck in there too. I think I'm right about this. Mm-hmm. And I had those on. So I had these little points of light. But the whole point was I had this hood really low. So I couldn't see anything. But as it kicks off, uh, and basically I'm just kneeling on the ground. Everyone's walking around me to basically set up this semicircle. And uh, Kedigan starts doing this ritual. Uh, and it's really good. Like he basically, I mean, it's a lot to sort of do a massive performance out there. He's literally the focus. The whole camp is there watching, right? And he's doing this performance, this ritual to summon the leaf man. I'm walking, I sort of stand up and I walk behind them. And I just start saying his name repetitively. And I think, I I don't even know. I think Phil was also walking around saying spooky shit. Yeah. Uh, And so I'm walking around like behind the whole circle until I get behind him. This whole time I've got my hand up. It was very witchcrafty. Is like, if you have an idea of like the craft from the 90s of like creating spells and like voices moving around you and like the wind or whatever like that was a vibe right like i've no idea what it looked like how it felt because i was completely covered in this black thing i could see very little i had my hand up to which is basically the signal for saying like i'm not in play Mm -hmm. Uh, as i basically walked up behind cadigan as he's doing this thing in the middle of this sort of semicircle and i basically tell him that he's compelled to walk forwards and i just keep telling him to get closer to them and then I, i kind of like rp like all this kind of stuff of like you know it's asking him these questions and then yeah and he's answering you but we can't all of we you, can't yeah. hear what the questions are because you're whispering in his ear and it's just a bad business yeah it's a bad business and then i stepped out in front of him basically i grabbed him by both uh both shoulders and i i think i asked him like are they mine cadigan or something uh and then i like turned towards everybody into like a mass strike down thing yeah and it was like, I have no idea what this looked like, but because I'm literally, and I, from like, I can only describe what I did rather than how it looked or how it came across. But it, and I was just wailing around with these two like weapons and I just got pounded on and died very quickly. From, from the external though, the mass strike down was really effective. Everyone was like freaking out. Like yeah. it, was, it was the best show in town, right? Also, like, I think at that stage in the event, the, we had the group affection yes for everybody involved yeah. had reached a level where playing out these moments were that much more fun and enjoyable yeah. for everybody being involved yeah. and like seeing Cadigan doing his thing seeing you do your thing seeing all the players like interact with the fear of it so good I'm so pleased people enjoyed it because it was like as I say I literally couldn't see it so uh, I have no idea but yeah it was a lot of fun to do and thank you everybody for because I was super nervous to be honest with you because it was like I was not prepared uh, and like Canagan was amazing and all the players were incredible so I can only say thanks for that yeah um, cool let's do the rest of Saturday night then yeah so after that oh yeah well another thing they did actually after Leafman died when he couldn't get to like obviously nobody because I didn't know and nobody knew like what had happened or what that was all about or what they should even do so people went off and got these little lanterns and put them around me and then said we'll burn him my, my corpse is the leaf man 
and got all these little candles and things, all these little flames. And I, like, because I can't really see anything, but then I can start seeing all these points of light getting put around me. It was, from my perspective, it was so cool. What a cool creative idea, because they, they obviously had to sort of group together to find a narrative that closed it off, and that was to burn me. And I think it was just, it was so good. So, uh, yeah, going from that, though, uh, <laughs> so I just then from that was, obviously, then it went to, like, OC, timeouts of time. We had some more songs and stuff back at the camp. I went over to the Eurolight Fire and I was um, with uh, Bastiliana and um, some people there and the and Lanius came along and just the ribbing about the the Leaf Man ritual in the best possible way was so funny. Like I laughed so hard, it was like I, I literally lost my voice because I laughed so much because it, it was just such good fun. Like being with all those people you love and just having a really good funny laugh at just the the ridiculousness of it all. And just before time in there. Sorry, time out there. That's when I made the comment about the fact that I need to make a profound decision <laughs> because I'd been to, I literally got another tarot reading done on me uh, that said exactly the same thing as the first tarot reading, basically. Yeah. And it was like proper spooky dookie, like exactly the same kind of meaning, same questions, same everything. Like, so it prop- must be true. So then at that point, like, Talos is, like, all in on, like, what is going on here? And literally, I'm so in it that I don't even realise that I said, I need to make a profound decision. It was, like, it was so bad. It was so bad. I would like Everyone to, burst out laughing. I would like to, from now on, try and fit the words profound decision. Oh, no, you can't. You can't. It's so, it must be so... I'm, like, I felt so embarrassed because it must have been immersion-breaking. But everybody just laughed. It was no, so funny. I think it was it that, was that time of, of night. Though. Yeah. It was that time of night where we were all just laughing. It, it sounds was, like we were taking it, like, too like haphazardly it was just like such a nice event to kind of like slip in and out of that first with. one was was special for that i think just yeah. the the willingness of players just to have fun and enjoy each other's company and just to play again right? like i said like, so the effect of having a weekend with a group of strangers is incredibly bond forming yes. like i really love seeing those people again and we'll always have that we'll always have a kinia basically um, yeah, I'm pretty much there on Saturday. After that, it was just it was not as crazy a night. Your as the night usual before. kind yeah, of just not so chill. debauched. Yeah, it, it was, was more chill good. that night. Yeah. We all had a good time. Also, it wasn't the weather really bad on the Saturday night as well. As yeah, like, we actually had to bring the awning down because there was quite a bit of rain. So we had to. So it, it was, was rain wind. wind. That was it. Yeah, we the wind. The it was a very windy night that night actually, which made sleeping quite hard. But yeah, then we go into Sunday. Yeah. Did you want to take a little break, Aru, or do you want to hit straight? Let's into go it? straight into. Let's finish this event yeah. off, man. Before we because there's on. not really much to say about Sunday, to be honest. Actually, yeah, it kicked off actually with just uh, a quite an interesting way to end the event. Actually, which was like a player called Vigilus, who's a a Rizeni character, is a Briar. He's a member of the Crystal Sky, so like uh, lots of links. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a new player. Vigilus and is a badass a too. That guy can badass. handle his weapons just fine. And so, but basically, the, the the plot is that he's been abducted, right in the middle of the night. He's, he's been abducted, and we have to go and find him. So we all kit up and we go on this walk to try and find him. Find basically where, like this kind of uh, I think it was a blood trail. I, I I wasn't part of it, but Phil had set up this thing where like, oh, can you see any like you know things that we can use to track him? And then we found where he was, and yeah, it was cool. But the fact that he was a briar. And he was abducted by the heirs of Teruniel. And he was like saying, oh, they were trying to do this ritual on me to try and turn me in some way, potentially. Uh, And like, I was like walking back saying like, at the moment, there is like a lot of tension 
you in the camp. You might want to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I'm like I'm like really worried for him. I'm like warning Lanius. I'm warning him, especially like you know the decision. I, I, the decision to become a briar, especially in Empire, especially in Navarre, actually. But like, but he was Irizeni, right? Yeah, but it's like which made it really interesting, even yeah. on like a national level, right? Like it was like Mate. so. I was like properly like, and all the links I had, like being Crystal Skies member and stuff. I was like, like I like a full protection kind of mode, right? So, but that was, and that was like the close of the event in terms of RP. But just as an ender to the whole event, I thought it was a really nice touch, a really nice way to end it because it really was like, uh, sort of gave people something to think about yeah. at the end. I, I think um, to sum up, and we should move on, we yes. should move on to things. But the, for me, like that whole uh, family. family, family. Like that's what it felt like. Yes. It was we were surrounded by people that we really cared about. They everyone had bought people that they liked with yes. them, and therefore the jam was just so the vibe was good. Everyone's chilling. Like yeah. the Eurozeni people, new players were so good to interact with. Like yeah. the like if you listen to this and you're one of those players, you know the vibe, right? Yeah. Like we it all got on time. so well, and like thank you so much. Um, one of the benefits of having a smaller LARP is that sort of vibe. Yes, right. I I, I think like that. Exactly, as we said at the beginning, like thirty-five people is a really nice number. Actually, yes. it really felt like we could do all the things we wanted to do and have a lot of fun doing. I'm it. not sure I would want to do a thirty-five randos, but a yeah. thirty-five with like a few trusted associates and their extensions yeah. is like is a lot of fun. Oh well, my well, oh, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I will definitely indulge in that. That is that sounds like wonderful. a lot of fun. that is that is exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's interesting basically the problem I have is uh, there's realistically only a certain number of days I can dedicate to LARP yeah. in the year that's just yeah. like literally how life is uh, so I think for me I probably won't when Empire kicks up kicks off again sorry won't have that much time to do that many player events which I'm very sad about but at the same time that's just how life is but man oh man are, are player events really good fun okay we're doing well yep we're doing well. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick break now and then we're going to come back with the um, Shadow of a Fallen Queen, the much bigger event, the 130-player bad boy that was also run oh by... Oh, my, Irwin. oh, my. Oh, my. Um, God damn. Okay, we'll see you very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Yeah, love you all. Bye.